This podcast is produced by Unedited. Hello, dreamers, and welcome to the Dreamers Disease podcast with myself, Alex Manzi. And this is the podcast where we aim to inspire you to become the best version of yourself through hearing the stories of inspirational guests and having discussions to help you gain some wisdom and motivation from each episode that you can then apply to your everyday life. So for those of you who have listened to my travel diaries will remember I traveled around Japan for three weeks with my friends Adam and Tamir and what I wanted to do on this episode was get them back on the podcast to discuss dealing with travel blues and reverse culture shock because I put out a question on my Instagram a few weeks ago asking what topics you guys would like to hear more of on the podcast and this is one of the ones that came back up so I thought it'd be good to get the guys back get the team back together and have a little discussion about it and we talk about how we each dealt with coming back home and kind of getting back to reality the things that we've all struggled with individually dealing with FOMO because when Tamir came back I was still in Japan when I came back Adam was still away so dealing with that FOMO of the others still being out there, the feedback we had from the travel diary and also some very funny experiences we've had with reverse culture shock. So if you like this episode, please make sure you hit the subscribe button and be sure to take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story and tag me at IamAlexManzi so I can connect with you there and we'll help build and share this story and get these messages out there. But for now, let's jump straight in and hear this week's discussion. So, I've got the gang back together, guys. Adam and Tamir, how are we doing? Good. Very good. How has everyone been since returning from our travels? Busy. busy. Really busy. Yeah. Dive straight back into real life. Yeah. And haven't had a chance to really think about Japan. Japan feels like a world away. And it was like, you only came back when? Like a couple of weeks ago as of recording? Yeah, yeah two, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. And Tamir, what about you? Yeah, I mean, when you go away, you always need to go away at least two weeks to switch off. Yeah. But it's amazing how quickly you switch back on. Yeah. Literally within do you know, do you know half what? an hour. Within half an hour, I was just like, right. fuck, this is my life. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that. The, the day I got back, the day I got back, or the day after, because I got back in even. So the, the next day that I was back home, I went down to the shops. And it's like, in Japan, it was like, we were very respectful of like, you know, waiting at the crossings, waiting for the green man to cross the road. You I'm know, what walking say. at walking at two miles an hour, no pace. I walked down to the shop. I was basically sprinting down the road. I got to the first uh, crossing. And I was like, I can't wait here. I can't wait for the green man. Like, walk straight across the road. And I was thinking, I've literally been back a day and have already like fallen back into living in London and yeah. like being impatient to cross the road yeah. whereas like literally two days ago I was more than happy to wait at a crossing so what happened to me when I got back oh. went into um, M&S do a bit of food shopping yeah. and I was queuing posh. up very posh I live in Ealing man I live in Ealing it's the shores and waitrose went in M&S <laughs> I was queuing up and talking about how like friendly and polite and helpful they are in Japan Yeah. get to the counter I start doing my sh- putting my shopping through and the guy goes oh sorry like I was at the till where there's a person working there not one of those new new things yeah because oh, the, the the scales aren't working here I'm going to have to put your onions and your peppers to the side and you'll have to queue up and again. go to another again right uh, so I was like that's a bit annoying like whatever but it is what it is and then someone nicked my onions and peppers <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh I'm back in London oh, now they've just ch- like they've not even paid for them they've story. just like nicked them. Like, they just yeah. stuck them in their bag and nicked them and I was like so take me back to Japan please <laughs> Oh man, that's <laughs> a valuable commodity. Yeah. So, like, what, what? How did you adapt then? Like, how have you adapted? Because we've all come home at various different points. Like, so Ad's been home a couple of weeks. Tamir's been home what five? It's been a while. Five, six weeks now, and up five weeks or four <laughs> weeks, whatever it is. 
how was it like when you when you first got back so when i got back it was what six six p.m on yeah. a sunday night and i don't know about anyone else the listeners or you guys around the table but i can't take a day off i'm at home <laughs> i can't i mean even when me and adam we went to cuba for three weeks yeah. i flew in at 7 a.m and i got on the train with my luggage and went straight into work it's just you don't want to waste a day off. I can't waste a day off. Twenty five days, it's absolute gold. Like you can't, you, you can't need to go be freelance it. like me and Manzi. I know. Wait, <laughs> that's what I'm doing this for. This might get there. But yeah, so for me, I was literally straight back into work. So Monday morning, I was up ready. But I just I don't know about you guys about the jet lag. I I almost never believed it was a thing because I'd not really been too far out. The furthest I'd been was India before, yeah. which is only five and a half hours in Goa the difference but my god I was just fuzzy I just I couldn't get my whereabouts I was awake really? up in the middle of the night yeah but luckily I can I can do alright on empty I've always been able to just mm. get along but it didn't get me it took at me all a, it took me a good week didn't get Did me it? at all like I, I worked out when I flew back I stayed awake on a plane and I personally forced myself to go to sleep on the plane when it was night time in England then I woke up when it, when it was morning in England landed and just got like straight back into the routine I think the first night I woke up at like 1am and felt like it was the morning just forced myself to go back to sleep again and I was fine mm. yeah I, I don't, reckon, I don't I reckon really... it's because he shops at M&S <laughs> 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 I don't really get the uh, jet lag I've never really like been affected by it too much like because t- travelling like not travelling travelling like what we did I mean travelling like flying by plane and the whole airport thing really knackers me out for some reason yeah. so I always sleep really well it, the night I get back it might have had something to do with the fact that I flew business class on the way home oh so posh jeez man it's paid for by right. it in. Yeah. this guy um, you should see the look on his face yeah. he's insane I was, well. I was laying down oh, nice yeah, mate, restful that, sleep that most definitely helped it was lovely <laughs> yeah but I did do you know I was waking up super early so the, the, the first so I got back on a Sunday as well the Monday I got back I woke up at like 6am and I was wide awake and I was like huh I was, I was I literally shot out of bed, which I never do. Like, I get up quite early anyway, but I don't shoot out of bed. Shot out of bed. I was like, oh, I'm awake. I can't get back to sleep. Shot out of bed straight into the gym. Yeah, I was literally like, what's the time? I was like, oh, it's like 10 past six. I was like, I can go to the gym at seven. So I went to the gym. This and that, that kind of helped me get back. When <laughs> So everyone knows the story of what happened that obviously Manzi left me at the airport. I don't like my, yeah. get my little violin out here. Yeah. So... I had to live vicariously for you guys and watch, you know, you guys had an amazing next kind of couple of weeks. There's only one. One. Felt one, like two. One for you. One for yeah. me. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Another one for Ed. But when, when Alex came back, I still had to see you like be like Superman. But like, I, I still <laughs> haven't been to the gym since coming back. This guy got back <laughs> and he's posting 6am at the gym. Let's go. Like, do it. I'm, I'm just like this guy. Trying to inspire you to to be fair. No, no, I've got the inspiration, me. but I just I just feel really <laughs> Didn't sh- act on it. <laughs> yeah, I I've, I've I dove straight back into the gym when I got back, and that was only because I saw Manzi's Instagram post. There you go. There you and go. I was if like, I can do it, anyone can do it. That's the point. Um, um, but how how was it for you, Tam? Like seeing us still out there while we were at home and at work. It was hard. It was hard. What what helped on the way home was if you guys remember from an earlier podcast that Liz. So mm. Liz happened to be on my flight home. Liz, the one with, she's got an incredible voice. Liv. We're going to get on the show. Liv. <laughs> Lovely Liv. <laughs> getting her name wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Liv. Liv. Sorry, Liv. You know I love you. But anyway, we were on a flight together and... I can't her, believe you flew home uh, with a 12-hour <laughs> oh, yeah. flight and you still don't know her name. I do know her name. Okay. 
I do know our name. Oh, God. Yeah, God. So you're anyway, on the same flight. It's one letter I'm getting wrong. Come on. <laughs> it's only three. <laughs> but, um, her friend, her good friend, Ethan, and our good friend now as well, Ethan was also staying on. So what helped was at the airport, we were kind of just, going, we were in the same boat. Going through it together. We were going mm. through it together. We were both a bit down. I think she had the Monday off because she maybe she gets more holiday than me or different outlook on that whole thing but but yeah so that that kind of helped it it kind of gave me a bit of comfort but as the days went on and I saw you guys I was like I was happy but also knew that I, that I felt like I was missing out a little bit but I mm. with yeah. a smile bit if that FOMO. makes sense yeah a bit of bit of FOMO but at the same time you kind of I think by the time I'd got home I think you guys already sent me a, a, a hilarious video you guys taking Ethan out yeah. for his first bit of karaoke that was true yeah yeah. We and that just updated. yeah it was lovely was, it was lovely to kind of did it make it then like harder for you to be home and know that we were still there because I know like when I've come back from nice holidays and you see people who are still away you're just like <laughs> only stuff them people only a little bit because I honestly I know it sounds a bit silly but I felt kind of blessed to be able to be away for, for mm. that amount of time and have the experiences that we did I thought we had such an amazing time that it, and I knew it was coming to an end so I was yeah. kind of mentally prepared for it all I wasn't mentally prepared for you leaving <laughs> me I'll say it yeah. that's the last time I'll say it you know how many people have messaged me after seeing the video of you what even goodbye to us at the airport you look yeah. so sad <laughs> <laughs> I was putting on a little bit yeah. no you weren't no, I, was, no, you know I what? definitely like, had a cry after <laughs> I, I think what you said like mentally like I was prepared to go home but it was literally that conversation that we had where Ad was like well if you haven't got anything to do next week why are you going home that made me think yeah I'm going to stay and then a conversation that I had with Tamir about I was like oh, I don't know what to do should I do it and you just said mate if it was me and I was in your position I would 100% do it and I thought that's it I'm doing it yeah. but it's just like yeah like part of me is like, I felt really bad like having to leave nah. you like at the airport because we were, you know we booked that flight to go home together and all that sort of stuff um, but mate, yeah I slept yeah I, I absolutely yeah. like I had to tell the person next to me when the food comes wake me up because yeah. I knew I was going to be out <laughs> Because you know, we we covered this on the last the last episode, yeah. but we had been up all night. We yeah. hadn't slept. Oh yeah, yeah. Can we just come touch back on, to pack on where we recorded the last podcast to oh, where yeah. we're recording it now? Yeah, let's <laughs> so just now say we're it's an like upgrade. A, we're in a, a proper studio, <laughs> studio, darling. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what about? Because I know you you boys have travelled before, like done the whole backpack travel thing before. Like that was my first experience. So how? how do you deal with then coming home and like being away from that sort of world of we're free we can do what we want we're traveling we're meeting all these amazing people and then like you said you just come back home and it's like you're straight back into the thick of it in london you, you kind of just have to deal with it and and how? Look, look at the positives like i have drawers and a wardrobe now i'm no longer living out of a bag <laughs> clean underwear <laughs> yeah. i don't have to worry I'm about wearing my underwear <laughs> inside out yeah you just have to look on the bright side of things and just know that you're going to go again and try like I always try and stay in touch with the people we've met, just keep like, messaging them, so you kind of keep the, the buzz going a little bit. Um, but yeah, sometimes, especially if you've been away for a while, it's actually quite nice to be home and get back into a routine. Things mm -hmm. like eating healthily, go to the gym, being around, like catching up with friends, like just do, do the things that make you happy at home. Yeah. Mm. Spending time with family, like you, you don't realise when you're away, you come back and sometimes it's nice because you see people have missed you mm. they want to catch up with you want to hear your stories and you come back with a bit of a buzz so i i was doing a lot more than i usually do like for the next three to four weekends i was out making sure i was doing things i still had that kind of buzz mm. wanted to 
make the most of life. Yeah. Then after about a week of it, you're ready to go away again. <laughs> like, right, <laughs> where can I go? Then the blues come in. I was ready after about two days. I was. I think I messaged. Obviously, you were still out there. I'd say I didn't want to pester you with like my <laughs> me being like, oh my god, I hate being home. But I was still messaging to me about it. Like I was in a real bad place. I was like, yeah, I, could I sense had, it. I had so many things going on in my head. Like. Do I even want to be here in London? Do I just want to go traveling again? Like, what am I doing all this work for? Like, I was literally every question that I've kind of worked towards over the last like three, four years of like, you know, personal development and you know, all, all the stuff that I'm kind of into just completely went out the window. Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, traveling makes you contemplate, like, that's it. What is what I was going to say? Like, just, and it also, like, again, looking at the positives, it gave me a, a massive new perspective on like <laughs> living life, not just in travel, but just life in general. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I was really like, t- like I w- went and spent like a couple of days staying with my my parents because I thought I need to be around like, <laughs> you know, the dog and like my mom yeah. and like get home cooked food and stuff. And that was just making things worse because I was like, do I even want to be in London? Like, do I just want to jet off again? Like, I could, honestly, I, I was like, I felt like I was in a place of not knowing what, where my life was. And it was a really scary place. What about to be. now? Now I'm a bit more like, yeah, my, I'm a bit you more. Still think have, maybe you'd like to try and live somewhere else? Yeah, 100%, learning? 100%. And I haven't quite worked out where or how or why. Yeah. But that being said, I haven't quite, funnily enough, got the, the 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 levels of motivation back that I had before going away. Yeah. Like, it was so weird. Like, before going away, I was like, unshakable. I was in such a good position, like, with everything. I knew exactly where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. And since coming back, I'm just like, Oh man, I don't know if I've got I don't know if I've got the same motivation for it all now. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, it, it sounds really so tough, man. Yeah, it sounds so cliche, but it does really open your eyes. It does like, traveling because mm. you meet so many new people. You meet people from all different walks as well. They're all doing different things, yeah. in different positions in their life, different dreams, different aspirations, and then just naturally, you then start looking at your own life. What have you achieved? Is this how I thought it'd go? Mm. Where do I want to be? You know, all that kind of stuff. So. It's it's a type of therapy that you can't get mm. until you actually go out there and push yourself and yeah. and start opening your eyes to, to new things. Yeah, and I think it's also like it opened my eyes to the fact that working and traveling at the same time is very possible because we met so many people who were doing it. Mm. Remember, like Ollie, the dude from uh, London, well, English guy from Lisbon, lived in Lisbon. He was a web developer. He was working and traveling while he was yeah. out there. Alex from Canada was the same. Like there were so many people we met along the way who were just like, yeah, I do my work, and I travel, and compared to like some of the other places I'm, I've traveled to, like Japan, I didn't meet that many like digital nomads in Japan. Yeah. But if you go to warm places where there's beaches yeah, and, yeah, and it's yeah. cheaper to live, you meet so many people yeah. who are just living in nice hostels, paying nothing to be there, and making London money because they're yeah, yeah. they're working for companies back home. <clears throat> it's a good life to have if you can it get is. it. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, oh, well, okay, I need to reevaluate everything in a way and see if like it's a possibility to, and obviously like keep doing a travel podcast yeah. type thing on the way, you know, trying yeah. to tie everything back in. It's um, all a journey. It's all it a journey, and sometimes you just you need experiences. One to step kind at of, a time. Yeah, definitely one step at a time. But it's also it's also really important to always have a look at, have a little look back, enjoy where you are now, but also think about okay, well, where do I want to go next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. What about um, reverse culture shock? I know we've mentioned a couple of things, but if you people you nicking my onions and my peppers, yeah, <laughs> you had any other any like weird like experiences where you're just like, oh my god, it's so weird. Like this is this is happening now. Well, my bum's not as warm now. <laughs> the toilets. Oh, you getting used to the cold toilet seats yeah. back in London? That's the biggest that one. A bit of a shock. 
because I, I still can't believe that even the hostels had them. I still and can't I, believe it took you two weeks before you bothered to try one. Yeah. No, I didn't try the splash. Oh, right? oh yeah. Come was, on. Yeah, the splash. The splash, that's a bit... Do you miss that? I was or miss, you just missed the warm seat? N- now I miss it. <laughs> it's, I wasted a week. The first week I didn't try it because oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I... I don't, I don't yeah. know if I want to feel that. <laughs> yeah, so, so anyone who hasn't listened to the previous... Uh, uh, pods while we was in Japan basically in Japan they've got these like super high tech toilets where the seat's warmed and then there's buttons that you can press so there's all sorts of ones like there's ones you can press for music if you don't want you know the noises <laughs> to be heard there's yeah. there's like a de- demystifier or something <laughs> and then there's another one that you press well there's two there's a guy's one and a girl's one <laughs> and it's like a you press it and it's basically like a little um, device that comes out and then it sprays water yeah it squirts your bum it squirts your bum basically yeah it's like and a high-tech bidet. Yeah, yeah, basically it is a high-tech bidet and it's basically a hygienic thing. Um, so pretty much everywhere in Japan had them. Mo- most places, like I reckon, like a good 80% yeah, of places. Definitely. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, I, I, I get that. I do kind but of the seats that. being warm is just a game changer. Seats, yeah. like, I know that when I get my own place... Getting a warm toilet I'm, seat. I'm, 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 having, I'm having a separate account to save up, like a little mini saver. Because <laughs> I've heard they're quite expensive. They are, yeah, But I think, I think it's worth every penny. Yeah. I'd say so. So oh. anything other than warm toilet seat? <laughs> I think, do you know what was the one for me? was and just just getting around on the tube and stuff. Yeah. Like, I know we had that one experience of like the crazy rush hour train in Japan, but just being back here, it's like everyone's so just like, we had that, that the other day. So we went on a little uh, weekend <laughs> trip on Easter weekend to Margate. And we basically, we got on the tube to get to um, wherever we were going to. And we got on the carriage and we kind of just mind our own business, having a chat. And we kind oh, of, yeah. we walked on the carriage and we're kind of just like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know what, what we've done, to be honest. And we kind of just I stood was, next no, to this lady. It's not we, it was you. Yeah, or it me specifically. It was you. directed at you. So we, we kind of stood next to this lady. It, like the, the train wasn't that busy, was it? Really? No, it was empty. It was empty. We stood next to this lady and she kind of just went, oh, and she like barged into my bag. And I was like, oh, sorry. And then she said like, oh, or was it of all the space on this train? You have to come and surround me and crowd over me. And she, you know, she was she quite a small lady. She, she was off. quite short, but she got really like upset. Yeah, that, that was a shock. And I was, you, you said straight away, you're like, oh, welcome back to London, boys. Yeah. Like things <laughs> she like that. Got you off just, the next station. Like, she was just unnecessarily rude. Like, yeah. okay, we may well have been in the wrong. Like, even if we didn't realise it, there's a big, op- bigger possibility of that. But don't act about it like yeah, Just we move. We won't do anything on purpose. Just move or say sorry, guys. Do you mind? Look, don't like being a huff and like barge me out the way. And yeah. do you, think, really do you like, think that's why they play those friendly jingles? Yeah, it makes everyone feel nice in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers everyone up. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe if TFL yeah. introduce some friendly jingles, yeah. we have less of that. Do yeah. you know what? I think you should blame Christian for that event. Yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have been on that train if it wasn't for him. That's true. We were supposed to meet our friend Christian to get in his car to drive us to Margate, and he basically didn't wake up because he <laughs> lost his phone and didn't set an alarm. So we had to get the train back to mine to get my car, which is when this event occurred. But yeah. it was a, it was in a very so nice. We still welcome. had a good day. We saved we did. the day. We did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what about? Didn't you have a something happened to you this morning, Ned? What was the story? Oh, yeah. you had? On my way here, I, was, I stopped in a little Japanese cafe in Ely. Yeah. Very posh as well. Wow. It's pretty expensive, but I've, I went in and got a little melon pan and a coffee. And when I got my coffee, I was like, oh, subarashi. <laughs> and then threw a few little Japanese phrases in there. And they were loving it. All the Japanese people serving me, they loved it. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've started to use Japanese phrases in that. Every, like, I keep saying subarashi, which means like fantastic yeah. quite a lot. 
and oishi. 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 That's, yeah, that's that one, that one comes favorite. to mind all the time. Mon- Mondai is my favourite. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that problem. Still. problem. That's, that's the name of our WhatsApp group. It is the name of our WhatsApp group. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, I love those little things. But do you know what I've realised as well? Like so many people will say to me like, oh, your trip looked amazing. Like I really want to go to Japan. Like so many people seem really interested in like going to Japan in general. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've had the I've same thing. I've had so many people message me asking for tips and advice and saying things like they'd, they'd listen to the podcast and yeah. they're going to go to some place that we've mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, I've, we've had, I've had two people already go to um, the Okonomiyaki place, yeah. Chitose yeah. Okonomiyaki in Osaka. <laughs> That's a good recommendation. I've had three people go that, that yeah. message me and said, oh my God, thank you for that recommendation. We need to start have you made sure? from the restaurant. Have you made sure that they told... Hideki. told him Hideki that, that we sent him yeah. chef yeah. now because can you imagine he'd love us he, he loved us already he did he did yeah I think like so I've got like a standard list of stuff now that I've saved on my phone so when people say I'm going to Japan have you got any yeah. recommendations I just I literally sent so my sister's friend Clemmy she's going out there in a few months and she was asking recommendations I sent her a list of stuff to do in Tokyo Osaka Kyoto Hiroshima slash uh, what's, what's your number one your number one recommendation for people going to Japan going to Japan yeah if they or, say, or Tokyo what would be your number one recommendation in Tokyo oh in Tokyo oh that's different uh, Wednesday night rap battle <laughs> yeah no I don't know if everyone would be into that though it'd have to be something yeah. a bit more like that's the most unique and probably yeah something that no one else would um, say but yeah cool, Tokyo is a good one actually it's tough isn't it I can't it's, it's a struggle um Tokyo Probably some of the food spots, to be honest. Like just the the stuff that you don't yeah. like the sushi train place. Yeah, like it's just you don't really get that here. Yeah, like that kind of thing. And I think Japan in general definitely go to Osaka and go and see Hideki at his Okonomiyaki restaurant. Yeah. and then the other one would be uh, Miyajima and the yeah. island and the hike. Yeah, they would be my, f- my Kamakura f- as well for day trip from yeah from, from yeah. Tokyo. Yeah. All right, get down to All the right. beach. Nah, we're not allowed to talk about that one. <laughs> not allowed to talk about that <laughs> one. <laughs> That's that one of our number one experiences. Yeah. Sorry, you weren't there. Right. What about, what about well, you? I had to see you in in your surf gear. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Straight away, I was like, I f- I f- "Thank God I'm not there." <laughs> I thought I looked pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about food wise? Have you come back and had Japanese at all yet? I, well, for the first few days, I was <coughs> I was sending you boys pictures. I was eating noodles at home. I was still like, <laughs> I was going back, like instant noodles, throwing veg in. I've got a stir fry. Just making my own noodles. Loads of soy sauce, miso soup. I um, can't stop eating salmon. Yeah. I've become addicted to salmon. It's an expensive habit. You never used to eat salmon either. I never used to eat salmon. You are coming across the most poshest guy. <laughs> I've been, hanging, I've been hanging out with Liv too much. <laughs> Who, Liz? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Salmon. No, mate, I've been, do you know how I've been cooking my salmon though? I got a bit bored of just the plain salmon, so I chucked some jerk seasoning on it. Jerk salmon. I well, invented I'm, a new I'm, thing. No, I think you see invite us round. That is a thing in Jamaica. When are we having our... Um, Okonomiyaki night we need to have that yeah, place. we need to do it well, now that everyone's kind of back Rollback. in the swing of things yeah we should do it we need to figure out how to cook it first <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do need to find easy. an Okonomiyaki restaurant in London we've got um, a couple of recommendations one's in, one in Brixton and one I think there's in, one in London Fields yeah. way or Hackney or something like that I think um, but yeah just going back to what you said before I've even had people that have been to Japan yeah. talk to me and be like you know, how was it? How'd you find it? And so on. And then we've kind of compared what we've done. Yeah. And they've left thinking, oh shit, I need to return. Yeah. And they realised how much they, they yeah. left off. Yeah, they didn't do. I was surprised. Yeah. A lot of people didn't go as far west as Hiroshima. Mm. Yeah, most people so they tend to do that little it's quite far to go, isn't it? If you don't yeah, have Yeah, but time. when you've got the bullet train, yeah, yeah, it wasn't very I mean, doable. it was what, four or five hours to get back to Tokyo no, away, wasn't it? I think it, it was three. It was yeah, two it was and a half, three, three hours. Because that was like the main line. 
and yeah, it's like it was, mostly yeah. interrupted. It was free, I think it was free to Osaka, wasn't it? And Osaka was like an hour from Tokyo. Yeah. I've also I've had a few people that have spoken to me about Japan that had been there before and then listened to our podcast and seen our Instagram posts and stories. And they were saying that when they went, they found it really overwhelming and intense, and intense, and didn't really enjoy it that much. Mm. And they had a totally different experience to what to what we had. So I don't know. I don't know if maybe they were staying in hotels and maybe staying in hostels and meeting people for us, mm. like made our experience better. I or? think that's a big, big game changer. And I think people, I think hostels get a really bad name. Some, I mean, most cases, rightfully so, because yeah. there are some dire ones mm. out there. I still, but Japan, yeah. as far as hostels go, yeah, they're. I mean. They they might as well be hotels, but yes. some of them, yeah. multiple. I mean, uh, to be honest, that was beds. that was one of the things I was a little bit hesitant about before going was like never having done the hostel experience. I think I've spoken about this before on yeah. on the other apps, but like never having done the hostel experience and not really knowing what to expect from it. That was the only thing I was. But at the same time, I'm really like happy to just throw dive in head first, like I do with yeah. most things. Mate, you were and natural. Just, you yeah. would have never known you had never been Honestly, to a hostel. I'd stayed in one hostel in my whole life before that. Wake up each morning. You're already downstairs socialising. <laughs> had your coffee. <laughs> had your coffee, boiled had my, egg. And my breakfast. Yeah, that's because I'm just uh, I get up early, right? <laughs> you do get the odd bad one, but in Japan yeah. they were they were high quality. They were very high quality. I mean, if you were to compare them to some of the ones you've been to in South America, for example. Yeah, and I mean, there was one I stayed in in South Korea after you boys had left, and I stayed one. I booked it for five nights. I stayed one night, and I was out of there. I just didn't even tell them I was leaving. It was so bad. <laughs> when I booked somewhere else. Really? Yeah. He is a bit posh, though, so we don't know what to Oh, no, this me. was bad. You guys wouldn't like This was like bed bug central. Yeah. I was out of <laughs> Oh, mate, that's, that's the worst. Oh, yeah. What, what about the feedback to the, the travel podcast? Have you... You had people messaging about that, what they've been saying. Yeah, I've had a few people actually. It's funny because when you get new followers, you never know quite why. And then you think, you look at, you know, everyone goes through this, right? So you get a friend request or you get a follow up and you think, do I know this person? So yeah. straight away, you don't think it's because of the podcast. You're like, oh, maybe I know him through, through this person or, oh, did I meet him last night? Whatever. But yeah, no, slowly, slowly, I'm realizing that this, you know, they got talking. They're like, oh, I love your, love the podcast just really liked how they seem to like how we just talk talk, talk basically talk between us like free mates and just talking about what's on our mind and what what mm. we experienced mm. but we're not you know we are really just talking about yeah. what happened I've had people say to me just sounds like all you did was eat and get drunk yeah, and yeah. I mean, like, it did, yeah listening much. back <laughs> pretty much <laughs> listening back it did sound an awful lot like that it did but there was a lot more experiences thrown in we were just so. very honest about it yeah we were <laughs> what about um, being back home is there anything now we've all been back for a number of weeks is there anything that you've kind of experienced or learned from being away and that you kind of have like brought into your your life because there's a few things that I've kind of Go on, what are your things my things would be just be more intentional about what I'm doing so I've, I've, what I found in Japan was like everyone seemed to be very like this is what I'm doing right now. I'm not doing anything else. I'm only focusing on this one thing. So it's like, if they're mm. eating, they eat very like slowly and intentionally. They're not, you rarely saw people on their phone yeah. and eating or, That's you, true. you know, again, like going back to crossing the street, it sounds silly, but you, very rarely you saw someone jaywalking or crossing when they weren't mm. meant to cross. It was like, I'm waiting for, it. everyone was very, it was very like, everything was very intentional. Even yeah. like when you're looking at people in the in the restaurants making the food, they're very like, you know they're in, in the moment they're in the moment yeah. and I think that was a very a big thing for you me you don't really see like, people walking 
walking around and crossing streets on their phones as well like no, you do here even though it's such like a big digital culture and they do they're on their devices a lot you yeah. don't really see people even walking. on the trains yeah like people either sleeping yeah they're mostly <laughs> I was going to say they're mostly asleep <laughs> sleeping or reading you didn't really see people just like on there wasn't loads of people on their phones <laughs> I think I've, one of the funniest moments I had in I think it was Tokyo was with Liv and Ethan and I don't know what happened that was the night when we did the bar crawl and I think I don't know what happened. We all broke up at the like we lost each other at the end. So is, is this before or after you fell over the bear? This is this is after. <laughs> We've got pictures of that. It's brilliant. But um, we found ourselves in McDonald's. Oh yeah. And literally, I didn't even realise it because I was just so I was trying to get in the moment with McDonald's, and then tapped me on the shoulder. Ethan was like, "Have you looked around?" I literally did a three sixty, and there was <laughs> I counted twelve people just conked out conked out upstairs in McDonald's so is that what you're, you're bringing back from Japan you're going to have more naps <laughs> no, in that's not what I'm talking about it's just you reminded so, me when you said about falling asleep so we they don't need sleep to stay in anywhere. hostels next time yeah, just, just go to McDonald's. McDonald's yeah they don't kick you out they don't kick that's you amazing. out um, but yeah no I think what I've it's hard like because for me and I, we touched on it before is like I snap back to reality so quickly mm. that I have like I have to kind of have a conversation with someone to really start to think about things again mm. like it's just been so fast paced like how do you mean just work, feels like a dream yeah it Japan. feels like a dream and, and like work snaps it right out of you so when you come back everyone wants to talk talk yeah. about it which is quite nice so yeah. when you go to the kitchen you make a coffee and, and so on and grab a biscuit everyone <laughs> everyone wants to talk about it it's lovely um, but yeah for me I would say that I haven't contemplated as much as I thought I would just because life is so crazy here yeah, and I don't know if that says more, maybe more about my lifestyle. But how how would you how would you make that different? And what changes would would you look to make to kind of tap back into that feeling of being away? And like, I think definitely what I did was on the weekends. I've definitely been trying to do a lot more, mm. like, and not saying no. So, not that I say yes to anything, <laughs> but um, but yeah, just before I went away, I think a lot of the time, if someone said, "Do you want to do this on Saturday?" I'd be like. You know when you have that feeling, you're like, we all know that when we get to Friday, we're like, oh, maybe I don't want to go now. Like, yeah, as yeah. it gets closer, and I yeah. thought, no, I'm going to make myself go. So now I say yes up front, and I've just always been one not to let let people down. I think it happened last Saturday with Adam. I'd went out on the Friday, and I had no idea that I'd agreed to go out on the yeah, Saturday as well. Completely forgot about me. Completely forgot. Really? And we were talking at 4pm, like exchanging stories, what happened the night before, just having a little catch-up, and Adam was like, you do know we're going out doing it all over again tonight I was like what oh man <laughs> but I turned up like, and that's know. why that's why I know if I say yes in the same way when you're away travelling yeah. you tend to say yes a lot more you're meeting new people yeah. do you want to try this do you want to go there Yeah. we'll meet this place blah yeah. blah 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 that's one thing I think I've taken yeah. back home and that's another thing for me actually that you just mentioned is not being worried about having a conversation with someone that you don't already know like just start the conversation because <laughs> like, yeah. I you know I'm once I get chatting, I, I can chat, but I, I don't like the initial like, oh, what are we going to talk about? But yeah. I mean, I haven't really been in too many environments really where I've just been chatting to random people since I've been back. But that's definitely something I was more aware of being away. It was like you said, in the mornings I'd be up and I'd be chatting to people and, oh, how have you been? Where have you been traveling? You know, whatever, just you, starting that you conversation. You never know who you're going to meet. Exactly. Like like we keep saying, we've we've met people through doing that that we'll probably be friends with for a long long time exactly now. exactly what about you Ad what are the things that you've kind of want to bring back I don't know really I'm really stumped by this I 
Not really anything, to be honest. I've... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just perfect. Yeah, cheers, mate. He went away, came back, still the same man. <laughs> still the same me. I don't know. It, I think I've said before, like before we went away, I'd, I'd had a bit of a rough year and I was lacking in confidence yeah. and going oh, yeah, away, no, going away, here we go. going away and meeting all these people and getting on with so many people. It just brought me back to who I am mm. and giving me a big confidence boost that's yeah. a big one that's yeah. a, mate, that's, that's probably that like is a, the biggest that's, one yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest that. one of all yeah and I think, going yeah. on a trip like that I was I was like because I was going for work at first I was a bit daunted it was my first job back my first big job for a long time mm. I'd been out of work um, and yeah it, I was a bit nervous but threw myself into it forced myself forced myself to do the travelling at the end and it helped originally I was going to do it on my own I was a bit like oh god I'm going to force myself to do this hopefully it like give me a bit of confidence and then you boys all tagged along which was amazing mm. and then yeah I've come back a new man good yeah, I think you when go. you're at home you meet it's <coughs> just the way that life is you meet you don't meet people as often yeah. so when you're away and you're meeting people all the time and you actually realise how many people you get on with and that they want to spend time with you you want to spend time with them it, it's kind of a self-loving process as well because mm. you, you start to value your worth a lot more I don't yeah. know about you guys but it's like we met so many just genuinely warm people like we were warm they were warm back and it was just you know yeah. receptive and it was for me another thing I learned was that yeah I, you know it made me love myself a bit more yeah I think that, you know, I think that's very valid and for me as well the other thing was like how I was every day I was experiencing such a high level of energy from myself which goes back to the self love and the self worth of I just felt like my energy level was so high and I think there was actually one day where you said to me like this is the lowest I've seen your energy since we've been here because we were like <laughs> really tired or we'd been travelling all day on trains or whatever but it's like I just felt that that was such a high level of energy that I experienced that the second I got back like I could feel it diminishing and I just wanted to like I knew that I could experience it more often so it was like about me trying to work out what do I do? What changes do I make in my life? Like positive changes yeah. to experience that higher level of energy, like as many days as possible. And I think that was a big one for me. It was like opening my eyes up to that feeling and that like just natural, just good vibe. Definitely. Yeah. Because that's really, that's ultimately that's how like everyone should live life, yeah. right? That's, that's, that is, you know, I made a little video about this the other day, but that's technically <laughs> the meaning. That is like the meaning of life yeah. is to experience that level well, of like. We've got a few vague plans in the pipeline to try and continue yeah. that and do, do more. Yeah, so we're hoping um, to, to yeah, go on another little trip, like a weekend somewhere. Yeah, we've got a few ideas. Yeah, um, which would be cool. Do we want to tease them with our ideas? No, or? let's no. not, because in case it don't happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll make one happen. It's just we haven't decided where. But yeah, have you guys got any final thoughts on travel, uh, uh, post-holiday blues, reverse culture shock, anything else? That's... I don't know. I think if you're thinking of going somewhere, if you're contemplating going on a trip and you're feeling a bit... I mean, hiring. You don't know whether you want to go alone or if you can't find anyone to go with. You just go. You're going to meet so many people, and it's going to be an amazing experience. And if it's not, who cares? You come home, and go back to you get reality. straight back into yeah. reality and normal life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Give definitely. it a go. Yeah, I think yeah. For me, it's yeah. Do it. That's it. I think that's the only thing I'd say is if you're thinking yeah. about it, do it. Stay and in if, hostels so you meet yeah. people. Don't yeah. be afraid to stay in hostels. Yeah, I think that's a very big one. Yeah, don't the turn hostels. your nose up at the hostels. Yeah, for sure. That was because again, like that was part of what made our trip so amazing is the people we met, not just mm. the experiences of the things we did. Like a big, big part of it was the people we met yeah. and we were hanging out with and having a laugh with, wasn't it? Try and learn a few phrases yeah. and the local language, yeah. obscure yeah. ones. Just, normally, yeah, just, a couple of words go a long way. Yeah, yeah. But even just now, so after we wrap up here, we're meeting up with Christian and Michael, yeah, we are. who are now 
I mean, I think we've we've seen them a good what four, five, six times since coming back already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, they obviously it's, they live in London, so it works a lot better. But you naturally, I mean, you generally can meet people that become yeah. your friends. Yeah, we'll see if Christian turns up today. Yeah, exactly. I, tomorrow. I, yeah. <laughs> Has anyone heard from him yet? <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, did he messaged this morning, didn't oh, he? Oh, we're all good then. Um, but yeah, look, guys, thank you again for joining me, for sitting down and having this chat. Because no actually, worries. the reason for this chat was that I put a message out on my Instagram saying, I'm thinking about doing more kind of group style conversations. What subjects do you want me to talk about? And one of the ones that came back was travel blues and how to deal with it and reverse culture shocks i thought ah there's no better two people than you guys to kind of have that conversation with and experience and talk about our different experiences of coming back because we came back in different times different times to different things to i came back to no work for a couple of weeks i was doing a lot of spending a lot of time at home thinking which would probably do me no favors you guys threw yourself straight back in you came back earlier adam had you know that sort of stuff so yeah, it's quite an interesting. I still haven't unpacked my bag yet, but <laughs> no way. That Shut is, that that is oh, it's all clean. I cleaned it the, the day before first. I came back, mate. How? Just, it's f- all my travel clothes, isn't it? I don't need it yet, and it's oh, all clean. Mate. That's the first thing I do when I get <laughs> yeah, home. Same. I haven't had time. Oh come on! Mate, so I've had, if I've time. had time, you've had time. Had time. I'm not buying it. No, I'm not buying it. Weekends. <laughs> I'm going to do it tomorrow. Okay, we'll see. That's disgusting. Well, video proof. Okay, so tip number one: when you come back, <laughs> yeah. unpack your bag. No I'm um, I think yeah. I think that probably prolongs your holiday blues. Yeah, the fact that you got to look at your bag. My bag is one inside my bed. Or is it because you're like ready maybe to it go? Will push ready, you to go. Yeah. He's ready to go at any off. point. If someone says to him, "Oh, we're going to go to uh, Philippines tomorrow, John," I come. Yeah, I'm ready. My so bag packed. It's all clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cartoons where they always have that stick with yeah. a little bag. It's just always ready. Yeah, good tactic. Yeah. But yeah, guys, look, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, and yeah, hopefully we'll go on another adventure soon and get another travel diary in the bag. Watch yeah, this space. Definitely. Watch this space. Been a pleasure. See you. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. See Goodbye, you. Goodbye. See you. <laughs> so there we have it, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. It was so good to have Adam and Tamir back on the podcast and discuss our kind of experiences and what it's like being back home and you know everything we've kind of been dealing with after our travels. And this is really the first in a series of a similar conversations I want to have around everyday issues that we all face so that we can each kind of take something from the episode that we can apply to our lives and move forward and look for that little bit of positivity, that little bit of inspiration that we all want really. So if you did like this episode, as I said at the beginning, please share it to your Instagram story, take a screenshot, tag me at I am Alex Manzi, or share it with a friend. If there's a friend you know who is out there and would love this episode, then send them the link, message it to them, take a screenshot, send that to them, whatever it is. And connect with me online, as always, at I am Alex Manzi. And we will go from there and I will connect with you there. But for now, until next time, I'll see you then. Just make sure you go out there and chase your dreams. This podcast is produced by Unedited.